Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. It certainly is a crisis, and well, we don't bear responsibility for a broken system, and we're doing a tremendous amount within that broken system. But fundamentally, fundamentally, Congress is the only one who can fix it. That's the Secretary of Homeland Security who should have been impeached. Alejandro Mayorkas, take no responsibility. But maybe I should be impressed that he actually referred to the border as a crisis. This leads into the conversation of Congressman Mike Gallagher out of Wisconsin who has decided not to run for re-election. Gallagher was one of the members of Congress who voted against impeachment. It's going to come back. And Mayorkas has done a terrible job. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Well, they're going after Mayorkas because they're not going after Biden because they want to go after Biden. Oh, Biden's got to go too, but for different reasons. Oh, no, wait. Maybe it's the same. Maybe it's the same reason. It's a total inability to do the job. Diminished capacity and all that jazz. But we're not so much better off because Gallagher is stepping away. Gallagher has a better scorecard in terms of conservative votes than Elise Stefanik. We never ask ourselves what these things mean. All we get is some populist screaming about how so-and-so has to go, as opposed to so-and-so being wrong. One vote is not the end. Now, you see a couple of them, okay, someone's got to go. I get it. I don't mind somebody going. I'm not Mitch McConnell. Everybody gets to stick around as long as uh, I like them for forever. No, no, no. Mitch McConnell's got to go, too. But I hope you have somebody to run in that race. I hope you have somebody to run in that race in Wisconsin where Trump is not actually beating Biden. Nikki Haley beats Biden in a head-to-head, not Trump. What, Trump's ahead by a point? Nikki's ahead by 15. So, you know, you better figure it out. You better figure out what your plan is. What happens if you don't win the White House? What about the Senate? What about the House of Representatives? Is, that, is, is there a plan to keep those things? Because I think there should be a plan to keep those things. And right now, I have not seen from the Trump supporter that they have anything remotely close to a plan. And they're going to yell at me. It's the same claptrap every single day. And just like getting rid of uh, Kevin McCarthy, I'd like a plan. Have a plan. That's all I'm asking for. I'm a simple guy. You're going to run solely on Trump great? I think you got to run on other things, especially for House. Because uh, the people in that district may have other thoughts in their head. Like, how do they feed their kids? What's going to happen with trade and therefore their job? What are you going to do about this inflation? 
you might want to address those subjects. And you might want to have candidates who can actually win run. Now, you say to me, what, Democrats don't care about candidate quality? I hear you, man. Now, we can talk about how unfair it is, or we can win. You, you, you take your time. You figure it out. You figure out which one you want to do. You figure out if you just want to be a guy bitching on a bar stool or whether you want to win. By the way, you think that I'm just going after Trump supporters? Oh, no, 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 no. This is for the Republican Party. What do you want to do? Complain or win? You don't win by people who have had solid votes for the vast majority of their career saying I'm out. And certainly you don't win if you don't have worthy replacements. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. The people at Andy Moore Ford are ready for you. Your next car, your next truck, your next electric vehicle, your next service vehicle. It's all from Andy Moore Ford. And with Ford pickup and delivery. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The All-Star Game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Whether you're into basketball or not into basketball is an inconsequential thing here. What matters here is that what it's going to mean for Indianapolis and really for Indiana. It's this three-day infomercial is the best way to describe it. And everybody across the state has a chance to benefit from it. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter, which is X at IIB. Uh, this, this, this is it. All the work and, and the delays and everything else comes down to this coming weekend, and it means big, big dollars for the state. Uh, yeah, it does, Tony. Uh, a lot of potatoes, as Matt would say, uh, right. for the local economy. Uh, but $320 million is the, uh, is the estimated economic impact of the All-Star Game. And you mentioned the delay. Uh, folks may remember it was 2017 when uh, Indianapolis, once again, doing what it does best and creating unique uh, experiences. Larry Bird drove an Indy car through the streets of Manhattan to deliver the bid for the NBA All-Star Game to the NBA headquarters. That was for the 2021 game. Of course, the pandemic meant that was uh, uh, delayed uh, until now. And after all these years, it's finally here. But what it means for the city is not just, hey, the bars are going to be full for a couple of nights. The restaurants are going to be full for uh, a couple of nights. I assume this host committee and, and, and those people who really do create the growth see this as exactly as I described it. This is an infomercial for Indiana and gets people to yep. recognize that we're here. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, I think that's a good way to describe it, Tony, an infomercial, because this uh, is uh, uh, really putting the Indianapolis and the Indiana message out on the global stage. Uh, TNT has the broadcast rights for the game in the United States, but the, uh, the, the, the broadcast is going to more than 200 com- uh, countries, 200 countries and territories, 50 languages. They'll see Indianapolis uh, all spruced up and, and ready to go this weekend. So it's a great opportunity there. The other piece, and I mentioned Indiana, the Indiana Economic Development Corporation uh, is taking note of the fact that there are some 50 
major corporations, uh, AT&T, Nike, Google, uh, who will all be here uh, in town, as well as site selection consultants, those people who go around the country for on behalf of companies and organizations looking for property, looking for places to invest. So this is an opportunity for the IEDC to get in the game and, and, and entertain and uh, expose some of these people who perhaps have never been here before uh, to what Indianapolis and Indiana are all about. Talking to Gary Dick from Inside India. InsideIndianaBusiness.com on the X at IIB. Uh, there are some other stories uh, going on, and certainly uh, this this is is one of the big ones. I think that within this story about the All Star Game is that this was originally scheduled for 2021. I am actually wearing. Mm-hmm. I had gotten access to one of the zip ups they had. It was. Uh, it says All NBA All Star 2021 Indianapolis. Like I've got one of those. Wearing it uh, as as we speak, I was a little chilly, people. That's right, a little chilly in the downstairs studio. And people forget that this was when the All Star Game was supposed to happen. But in the three years that have taken place, because it got canceled because of COVID, what ends up happening is that Indianapolis gets a much better bite of of, of the apple. They have a much better showing yeah. going on. Uh, describe the differences between twenty twenty one and today. Well, they're stark, and and I think uh, it's appropriate to bring it up because, uh, you know, you flash back uh, to that period of time. It was very challenging for Indianapolis, in particular downtown Indianapolis, and communities around the the country as well. Uh, Today, a much different story, and I think part of the story, Tony, that will be told this week uh, as well as folks go out and uh, speak with corporations and other types of uh, folks trying to drum up business is the billions of dollars in projects that are now underway in downtown Indy, including the $300-plus makeover of Gainbridge Fieldhouse, which is going to be on full display. Uh, what's planned for Circle Center, the Indy 11 uh, Stadium and that development, uh, Elanco, a multi-billion dollars of investment happening in downtown Indy. So a lot will be going on. I'm actually on my way to Gainbridge now, going to be speaking with uh, Pacers co-owner, Steve Simon, uh, uh, who uh, uh, has some definite thoughts about where the franchise is, where he wants it to go as well, uh, looking forward. That will be on the show this week. And part of that uh, picture that I know the Pacers are very uh, intentional about is engaging, helping you engage downtown Indianapolis investment projects and those types of things. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on the X at IIB. Let's get into some other things going on in Indianapolis, particularly a conversation regarding scandal. Uh, We have seen over there at New Fields, uh, the release of of Dr. Burnett as CEO, the resignation of members, trustees, uh, et cetera, questions about financial impropriety, and there has been no response from uh, the board chair, Darian Christian, you have the uh, a, a board member there from from a, a bank, late, I think it's like Citibank, being put up as the interim uh, CEO. Questions of how could you get rid of a black CEO and replace them with a black woman, get rid, replace them with a white man. That's not my conversation. That's conversations that led to the removal of Venable going back uh, a couple years ago as the then CEO. So you've got this this weird story there that has never gotten an answer that has satisfied the artist community or or anybody else. 
Now you have Gil Perry. You have the story over there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Uh, he will no. He is no longer president of uh, IU Health uh, Hospital. A spokesperson confirming uh, that he left the organization. I'm not saying that people don't leave organizations. He was there for for almost three years. I'm asking a question: Is this is this seen by many as just well? That's quick. That's odd. What is going on here? Not that the two things were related. It's just yet another example of somebody heading out, and you don't know why it happened. And, and examples, I think, Tony, of um, communication strategies that perhaps uh, are, are a bit challenged. Uh, you mentioned initially uh, the uh, the Newfield situation. I know my colleague. David Lindquist at, uh, at IBJ has been covering that story extensively, and he and I know others have been a bit frustrated at the lack of information coming out uh, surrounding uh, the departure uh, uh, there at Newfields, which, of course, is an institution very important to the, uh, the city of Indianapolis, the state of Indiana, as you look at the arts and culture, cultural scene. Uh, and similarly, and again, IBJ broke the story last, uh, last night on the, uh, the IU Health uh, departure uh, just saying they're not going to comment on personnel issues. So it creates an air of um, uncertainty, of, of questions. It kind of creates more questions about exactly what's happened. And uh, I think we're all kind of in the same, in the same boat, uh, wondering what's behind the, the moves. Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com, on the Twitter X at IIB. I appreciate you taking the time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays, 9 a.m. WIBC and WIBC.com. Dow futures down 42. NASDAQ futures up 7. And, of course, the conversation over the next few days will be what commercials worked for the Super Bowl, what ones did not and uh, who got their money's worth? Uh, everyone talking about Dunkin' Donuts and the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, J-Lo, uh, Post Malone commercial. They're actually selling those track suits. If you watched the game and you saw that Ben Affleck and them were in the track suit, the, the, the Dunkings track suit, those are supposedly going on sale today at noon at Dunkin'. So I don't know if you go to the website or or what you do, but that, that is the rumor that you can actually purchase those if that's something that you want to wear. I thought the best commercial was the Michael Sarah one in the, in the, in the what was it, like a face cream, CeraVe? I thought that one was very smart. Then again, uh, I guess it depends on how many people remember Michael Sarah. And what group you were going for using him in the ad. You've got Robert Kennedy Jr. apologizing 
for the ad that played that was advertising him for president, I guess he didn't put that out. That's how I saw the story that he's apologizing for it. The ad was excellent. Now, maybe you just got to be a political freak to be in to be down with it. But it took an ad that I didn't know if it was from his his father's presidential run or his uncle's presidential run. And instead of pictures of of Robert Kennedy or 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 uh, or uh, John F. Kennedy, it was um, it was pictures of Robert Kennedy Jr. But it was in the old school 60s style. It was great. I thought I thought it was great. The argument is, well, who is this really appealing to? I mean, people don't remember this kind of, of advertisement. What if it appeals to baby boomer Democrats who now realize that maybe there is a choice that doesn't have to be a guy like Biden who doesn't remember where he is? What if that's the appeal? All I know is they spend $7 million and people are talking about it. This the, the ad time costs $7 million. I just don't know if it's going to provide them a value. But as an ad, I thought it was it was very cool. It actually did hit uh, with me. I, I appreciated the ad from, from Robert Kraft uh, about, uh, about anti-Semitism, the owner of the, uh, of the New England Patriots, putting together that uh, ad campaign. Greatly appreciated that. I didn't think it was a bad... A day for ads. As for the the halftime show, upon reflection, um, I don't know what to make of Usher. Uh, That I got to see Ludacris. That that was great. Um, Alicia Keys made some people happy. Roller skates. All right, listen, Starlight Express. I love roller skates. Not for Usher. Not for, not for Usher. Um, someone had made the point that if you're going to be utilizing the the Super Bowl as some level of a, of, of a comeback thing, you got to at least be on par with Bruno Mars. And I didn't know Bruno Mars needed any level of comeback. But Bruno Mars, I think, is sensational. I don't know where this ranks. I think so, I think people dug the nostalgia of the thing. The thing itself. I thought it was entertaining at the time. I then went back over. And I was like, well, roller skates. I don't, I don't, it ain't Prince. Prince did not need roller skates. Just saying what is. No, too soon? Too soon? All right, fine. Fine, we'll leave it there. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Texas 
Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has been hospitalized at Walter Reed for a bladder issue. At about 5 p.m. yesterday, he transferred the functions and duties of his office to his deputy secretary, Kathleen Hicks. The White House, Congress and the Joint Chiefs were notified of this issue. So finally, they figured out how to let people know when the secretary of defense is not well. Um, the, the, the issue here is that the secretary of defense is not well. This is the second time in a hospital in, in as many months. And while I, uh, I, I, I want him to be healthy. I, I would have no other desire for the man. Uh, we should be clear that he's not. And I now am asking, were we given the full story then? Were we given the full story when he was ill the first time? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. And if you say to me, I don't have a right to know. Uh, yeah, I do. We all do. We all do. That's that's the point. That's the 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 the, the point. We absolutely, absolutely need to know what's going on with our with uh, cabinet officials, people who are responsible for our safety and security. Certainly, and and to say otherwise is, I think, super weird. Super duper weird. Meanwhile, the border continues to be the top issue in America. And of course, the answer is you should be taking illegal immigrants into your home. At um, Wellesley, Brookline, you know, cities and towns that have so much more resources um, than the city of Boston. Boston City Councilwoman Julia Mejia thinks more migrants can be placed outside of Boston. I think everybody needs to start opening up their doors because this is a shared responsibility. Controversy over the placement of surging immigrants comes as a new report links immigrants who settle in Massachusetts to economic benefits for the region. Oh. Oh, so this is a win. Well, best of luck figuring it out. I just like the fact that she noticed that this is everybody's issue. Because it is everybody's issue. It's not just an issue for the state of Texas. Meanwhile, Senator Chris Murphy, beta male, Connecticut, doing exactly what he does. Should there be more strings attached to this aid package you're about to vote on? So... The president does believe deeply in the importance of preserving life inside Gaza and has continually pressed for more humanitarian aid to get into Gaza. There would not nearly be the number of shipments coming in today if this president wasn't pushing hard for change. Um, But yes, there are many of us who believe that it is very important for us to make clear with this aid package that if Israel is going to use these dollars to perpetuate this campaign inside Gaza, it has to be done in a way with less civilian life uh, being lost. I think that's important to members of Congress. I know that's important to this administration. And they're going to speak more about that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. If Israel is going to use these dollars to perpetuate this campaign inside Gaza, you mean the destruction of Hamas? You mean the destruction of, of Hamas? That's what you mean, right? 
about that. I, I think you will clearly hear the president. My guess is that mm -hmm. based upon what the president said last week, that you're going to hear the president continue to stand up for a campaign that defeats Hamas, yes. but is done in a way that is much more respectful of civilian life. When asked well, I think if you really want to respect civilian life, you'd be calling on Hamas to surrender. And all of your allies there in Congress, you know, the progressives, uh, the Jew haters, they should be calling on Hamas to surrender. And then you'd be going to college campuses and saying that they should be pressing Hamas uh, to surrender and pressing Iran not to fund terrorism. This, this would be the natural progression of things. But no, that's not what, that's not what we get. Instead, we get the New York Times. Palestinians in Rafah described night full of horror during Israeli hostage rescue. If you quote the Gazan Health Ministry, that says at least 67 people have been killed in the Israeli strikes overnight in Rafah. They lie. It's Hamas. Hamas can't figure out how to get running water. They know exactly how many people are dead at any one second. You believe these numbers? Are you insane? Meanwhile, Israel did engage in a, a raid uh, that rescued two uh, is, is Israelis. And I'm assuming they're going to do it again. You know how this stops? Hamas gives up the hostages. Return the hostages. Now, I think that uh, a fair amount of it stops, but Hamas still has to be destroyed. I think people think, well, if Hamas just gave up the hostages, this would all be over. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. I, th I think that Hamas has to be destroyed. I think that that's where Israel is. And I only hope that that's the case. I only hope that that is the case. But still, no push at all, none, to get Hamas, a terrorist organization, to, to, to put an end to this. To put an end to this. Uh, two other things uh, to get to. First, uh, I don't know what you want me to say about the Super Bowl. The Chiefs win 25-22 in overtime, and I'm like, okay, three in five years. There it is. <sighs> Went from... Uh, Tom Brady boring to Patrick Mahomes boring. That's all. You want to see it shaken up, and you, I can't get these people to stop Mahomes. I can't get them to stop Travis Kelsey. Okay, well, you figure it out. Uh, all I know is, is that baseball uh, pitchers and catchers report in two days, and uh, all of a sudden I'm like, good, good, baseball's here. I don't know what's happened to me. And then, uh, Dan, uh, I've gotten this report numerous places. People who listen on the app, on listen to WIBC.com, whenever we start the popcorn moment, it cuts to commercial. I have no idea why. No clue as to why that is happening. But I've, I've, I've reported about it. I've discussed it with people. There's something about the sound effect we use for the popcorn moment that I, I think triggers something, fires something on the stream. It's, it's so weird. It happens every time. So what else? Remind me tomorrow, Producer Carl. Tomorrow we'll do the popcorn moment, but we will not use the sound effect. And we'll see whether or not the people who listen to the stream, because they're listening all across the country. I mean, it's, it's, super, it's super fascinating how much the show has grown in that way. Uh, we'll, we'll see if it happens to them. So I hear you, Dan. I'm on it. I'll do what I can for you. And hopefully, hopefully all will be good. Kendall and Casey are up next. Matt Bear has traffic. What's going on, Matthew?